everybody. I'm Mandy Kowalski. And I'm Dave Yost. And welcome to Let's Plan a Wedding. Today we're going to be doing a fun topic of bachelor, bachelorette parties. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, it should come as no surprise to you by this point that both Mandy and I have uh, mm, probably a, a very different idea of what makes for a good bachelor or bachelorette party than most people out there, and that's exactly what we're going to be doing for our bachelor and bachelorette party. So I would say that when you're considering the bachelor-bachelorette party, a couple things. First and foremost, you have to ask yourself, what kind of party do I want? Mm -hmm. One, is this a combined party, which a lot of people have taken to doing? Which we're doing. We are. We are doing a combined party. Or is there a separate party? And with the separate party, is it separate party no rules apply, no hold bars? Or is it a separate party where your significant other expressly doesn't want it to get too out of hand or, you know, have any strippers or whatever the the clauses may be to mm -hmm. the bachelor bachelor party? And it's it sounds kind of silly because it's just a party, but I have seen it become responsible for a lot of fights. <laughs> very close to, it, well, in some cases, very close to the wedding. And, you know, so just maybe take it in consideration or even have a conversation with your partner and say, hey, at my bachelor bachelorette party, I'm going to have a stripper. And if they're like, this is the end of the world for me, I mean, is it really worth it from mm -hmm. the lady or the guy's as aspect? So I think the one of the bigger considerations when you're when you're looking at um a, whether or not to do a combined or separate parties is what's the makeup of the group going to be? Now, I think one of the reasons Mandy and I went with the combined party is uh, she actually likes most of my friends. Uh, actually, not most, all of them. I do. I do and, like all of your friends. And I like all of her friends. So, uh, you know, since the, the two groups should get along nicely... Uh, that helps in in have then saying okay we're going to do a combined party. Um, the other factor I think that that uh, you you already kind of mentioned is most of the things that would make you want separate parties are things Mandy and I don't really like. Uh, I think we both have a uh, eh, just a. And just a dislike for strip clubs in general. And again, I mean, they can be fun. Yeah, but it's just not my... It's it, When I think of, hey, let's go have a good time, uh, the first thing that doesn't pop into my mind, or, or yours either, is, hey, let's go to a strip club. That's very true. It's not like we hang out there. No. I mean... And again, no no judgments if, if you're a fan out there. And, you know, again, like Mandy said, they can be fun. But it's just really not our thing. And so, given that, it, it breaks down uh, a, a lot of the uh, potential roadblocks to the point where Mandy and I just kind of figured, well, we'll just do it together. And I have been to several combined parties, which are really fun. Actually, the best bachelor slash bachelorette parties that I've ever been to were combined ones. Yeah, my cousin did a combined one, and it was a really good time. My grandma got way too drunk at it, though. No such thing as your grandmother getting too drunk. Oh, no, she was very drunk. 
uh, Jello shots yeah, were they, her cup of tea that night. I'm I'm gonna be making them for the wedding. And then she lied to my grandpa and said she did not know alcohol was in fact in the Jello shot, which well, was a straight up lie. And then my grandpa blamed me for giving my grandma alcohol without her knowing it. Yeah, it was a very uh, orchestrated attack by my grandmother. Oh yeah, no, she's wily. <laughs> she is. She's a good one. So, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, you know, if if you're if you're out there and you're you're not sure, yeah, I would one first look at kind of the makeup of the group if uh, either the the two you know the the bride side and the groom side don't really know each other or if you think they might not mesh well or if you know the kind of thing that the bride has in has in mind and the kind of thing that the groom has in mind for their individual parties are very different and that could not even involve a super wild out party no no it, it could just could be just... like if if the groom's ideal you know weekend is going fishing and the bride's ideal weekend is you know a, a spa like that's not going to mesh you can't find Oh no out. that's and I was also going to say, there's a lot of places now that will do, like, the drink while you paint and, mm-hmm. you know, have a small party while you make certain items like pottery or, you know, necklaces, stuff like that. So if that's something that the bride is really interested in doing, chances are, yeah, the groomsmen aren't going to want to sit there and learn how to decorate a cookie. Yeah. But if you are interested in doing that kind of stuff and you do live in the Madison area... Shout out to uh, Revel, uh, Sarah Van Dyke, uh, uh, run business, uh, gets great reviews, been there, very nice place. Oh, it is, it's very nice. They do all sorts of that craft stuff, and they have a masterfully constructed bar. Uh, the The craftsmanship on this bar is just, it was clearly put, put together by a drunk Packers fan, but uh, <laughs> no, it's very nice. Um, but yeah, no, so like, yeah, I think the the best method to go about it would be to sit down and think about it individually about you know again kind of what you as either the bride or groom want to do with your friends and if those two things aren't and you know sit down and talk to each other and if those two things aren't very far apart then i i think you got the makings of a fun merged party oh absolutely if those two things are polar opposites of each other uh, you know then do them separately there's nothing wrong with that either right um, so you know, so you know Mandy and I had talked about what we would want to do for that and you know fortunately uh, the things we we each separately like to do are pretty similar for the most part. And I think that another reason we decided to combine it is because we are, it's not super far away, but we are going to a couple locations. Mm-hmm. So figured it would be best if we just did that in a large group because there's enough common interest places where the girls want to do the same thing that the guys do. Yeah. And, and we even have parts of the day planned out where uh, it, at least some of the uh the guys are going to go off and and golf and most i think most of your side plus even some of mine are going to hang out at, at a brewery exactly uh and again that's cool too you know it'll be about you know two two ish three hours maybe 
you know, where we're separated and then we come back together for lunch and then we go off and do stuff. Right. And the brewery's big enough to where we're going to take a tour of it and do some samples and this, that, and the other. So while you're golfing, we'll be doing that. I'm sure you guys are going to be drinking while you're golfing too. What? I don't think they let you do that. I'm pretty sure the last time I went golfing with you, your golf bag was filled with beer. Hmm. Uh, that doesn't sound right to me. No, it sounds very right. I, As a matter of fact, we had to throw away old beer that you forgot was still in there and put new beer in it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think this is one of your your foggy memories. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure... I don't know if that ever happened. There were witnesses to such <laughs> occasions that then tried to convince you to drink the very old beer. And yeah, I, I was not nearly drunk enough to uh, think that that was a good idea. But uh, nice try, Chris. Nice try. So anyway, uh, uh, so yeah, you know, we had talked about it and and kind of yeah, come to the conclusion that uh, we might as well do it together, and right. and that we we could plan out uh, a, a really fun um, day and change. Uh, it involves an overnight stay. Um, yeah, well, so for some people, mm-hmm. I guess it depends on what locations you're coming from and but, how much you're planning on drinking. Yeah. But yeah, so that, that again, both folks from my side and folks from your side would, would both enjoy. And I think a little bit of crisscross because I think I'm still not sure if some of my people are going to the golf thing with you. Mm-hmm. So and again, they, and uh, yeah, because some of your side is coming golfing, some of my side is not, and it's uh, one on my side is very torn because yeah. he both loves golf and beer. Yeah, but so. he's gonna have time for both. It's, it's a very difficult like, decision for him. Like we got a pretty loose schedule working here. We can hang out at the brewery a little while longer too. Um, but yeah, so then, really, I think yeah, the first decision is. Do you want to do it combined or not? Because uh, then that's going to affect your your planning for it uh, down the road. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, yeah, if if you're uh, out there listening and you're like, no, we would definitely do a separate bachelor and bachelorette party. Uh, this is where our advice is kind of going to depart because we didn't decide to do that. And so there's a, a limit. To anything we would say about it would be theoretical. Uh, but well, It all boils down to, on either, either case, what kind of party do you want to have? Mm-hmm. Do you want to have a drink fest? Do you want to have a crafty, fun party? Do you want to do it at your house so that people can drink and stay? Do you want to provide transportation and go places? All questions that not only does it matter if you're doing it separate, I mean, you have to answer those questions either way once you yeah. decide combined or not combined. Well, and so then <clears throat> once we decided on combined, then it was kind of looking at, okay, well, how, how do we make this work in a way that we wind up doing what we want to do, where it's at least, you know, it's never going to be... Uh, perfectly convenient for everyone, but you know, you do want to minimize the inconvenience. Uh, you know the the Las Vegas bachelor party or bachelorette party sounds great. 
it's awesome. But oh yeah, the, my girls were all for it. But it does come with then plane tickets, uh, hotel expenses, gambling expenses, drink expenses. It it, it starts it, to add it up. It does add up. And and hey, if if your uh, wedding party has the uh, has the extra cash on them and is willing to do it. Like, go for it. Vegas is fun. Oh, yeah. I absolutely wouldn't have minded going to Vegas. It probably would have, at that point, just been, like, a very small group. Mm-hmm. But I would not have minded. I just didn't want the extra expenses. Yeah. I love Vegas. It's a great town. Yeah. I have and, so much fun there. And I think we should go there sometime after the wedding. Oh, I agree. <laughs> when, when we're not shelling out <laughs> money, we're not bailing money over the sides towards our wedding. Oh, yes. My wallet bleeds. Uh, it bleeds. But, you know... Uh, yeah, is that may be at least in in people's minds the kind of standard or or even ideal bachelor or bachelorette party, but like I say, that it comes with expenses, and if you're the people you're inviting are willing to bear those, then cool, but keep that in mind. Right. Uh, in that, Absolutely. simply declaring Vegas baby, uh, and then having to rack up the expenses to get there and stay there for any length of time. You know, those are two different things. Absolutely. And so, yeah, we, we wound up deciding to uh, head up to Wisconsin. It's nearby. Both Mandy and I like it. I lived there for a while. Uh, and uh, we're both uh, enamored with uh, the uh, tiny brewing town of New Glarus. So, uh, yeah, one of the, what we've uh, what we decided to do is we're gonna head up there on uh, the the Saturday. Uh, get there uh, at ten in the morning. The people who are interested in golf, there's a little golf course that's adjacent to New Glarus that uh, used to be a uh, a farm that the people who owned it got tired of farming, so they just turned it into a golf course. It's a nice nine hole course. You can get through it in two hours. And so we'll go and go play around a nine. And then the people who aren't interested in golf stick around at the New Glarus Brewery, home of some of the best beer. Uh, you they make will. a really awesome fruit beer line. Oh, yeah. It's very good. And again, it's a, it's a historic old brewery. They've got the, the remains of the original brewery from... I don't know, over 100 years ago or whatever it is. The whole brewery is kind of like a labyrinth in itself. Yes. And there are parts, I believe there was some kind of fire at some mm-hmm. point that took out the old building, and then they salvaged some pieces and stuck those in turned random in, places. Turned it into a beer garden. Right, it's a courtyard now. Yeah. Um, they have awesome hiking trails through the property. It's very pretty. I've heard it described by a couple different people as the Willy Wonka's factory of for beer. beer. Oh, yeah. Like, when I told one of the people that we were going there, um, he was like, Riddler be Oompa Loompas. <laughs> and I was like, it, it would not surprise me. But yeah, it's it's a cool place. It's built like a uh, Swiss-German chalet style, and it's up on, like, the highest hill in the area of New Glarus, so you've got a beautiful view of the, the little town. We've been to New Glarus before. It's it's a fun little town to go to. So yeah, the the people who don't want to golf stick around, and and again, that's one of those where 
just like we talked about in in a, a lot of aspects of planning the wedding, uh, you know, there's there's that fine needle to thread between doing doing it your way, the way you want to do, because it is your special day, and being considerate and accommodating to the people, your guests, your your wedding party, you know, the the people you care about. Well, too, I think you need to ask yourself, like, how big do you want this to be? I mean, if you want, like, a 50-person party, then, you know, maybe it's not the best to do it the way we did. Yeah. If but, you're keeping it small to, like, the bridal party and their spouses. And then a few other people who may be interested. Yeah. But really what I was getting at there was that, um, you know, le- le- less about size. Because, yeah, si- size is going to matter. And, and there's, uh, you know, I think traditionally it is just the... It's supposed to be the the, the bridal bri- party, the, the bridesmaids and the groomsmen. You know, we again, as we've pointed out, most of our uh, bridal or most of our wedding party is married. So you you don't want to be like, no, no, gotta leave the wife or the husband at home because this is just the. And, and again, it's that kind of thing of being considerate to our our wedding party in oh, that absolutely. Again, like Ashley, uh, Ashley's husband, Joe, uh, likes beer, and he likes golfing. So, like, if if she had to go to him and say, oh, yeah, this is what we're doing, he'd be like, aw, right. can, can I come? I'm going for a weekend of beer drinking and, and golfing and eating cheese. Yeah, and, and Joe likes all those right. things. Right, Joe would be like, I love all three. And again, we like Joe, so, like, why wouldn't you let him come? Absolutely. And especially since, again, we're not doing separate parties, so there's not, like, the bridal party or the groom's party integrity to maintain. <laughs> like, no, who cares? Um, and again, like, like I say, the, the spouses of most of our wedding party also like doing all the same thing. Right. So, you know, it's it, it seems silly. So we extended that, yeah, to the, the spouses, girlfriends, boyfriends... You know, uh, husbands, wives, yeah, and a guest, um, and then also threw an invitation out to just some of our friends who we thought might enjoy coming, and so we have a pretty reasonable party together of I, I think it'll wind up being around twenty five people, so that's big but still small enough to to herd if <laughs> as we need to. Well, you have to figure between the with the wedding party and their spouses, that's 20 people right there. Yeah. No, yeah. So, I mean, we weren't really getting away from any smaller than that, the way no. we were doing it. But I'm saying if, like, you want every friend you've ever had to come to this crazy party, yet yeah, doing it to where you're traveling a lot, that's no, not going to want to be the way you go. I think if you if you want to go wide, if you want to cast that net wide, uh, again, out of, really out of consideration, and because effectively you're you know as the bride and groom you're stage managing this whole thing and so if uh you know you're one of your bridesmaids uh becomes enamored uh of you know the architecture in new glarus and wanders off to to look at the pretty buildings and we leave and then she's stranded (laughs) like 
we're the ones who got to turn around and go get her. At some point, we're developing a buddy system for the night. Oh, yeah. There will be accountability buddies uh, across the board, especially since some of these people are not... They, they may think they're serious drinkers, but they are not professional drinkers. Again, the, my folks coming from Wisconsin, that comes with being in, from Wisconsin. They're all professional drinkers. They know what they're doing. Uh, yeah, no. Yo, give me give me that look. Uh, I think you're throwing some shade on my Southside girls over here. I am, because they're playing in maybe triple-A ball. It's impressive. You're better than most people, but still triple-A. Folks from Wisconsin, those are the pros. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see how this goes. We will see how it goes indeed. Uh, updates to follow. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so, you know, like I said, getting back to, you, you want to do something that every, the, the, the group generally will enjoy to some degree or another. You know, you can't please everybody, uh, at least not perfectly, but, yeah, we didn't want to, you know, go off and, and do something that a, a decent chunk of our own wedding party would just not be interested in. Uh, and so, but at the same time, you don't want to plan it entirely for your wedding party because, after all, it is your bachelor bachelorette party, and that's why I said it's kind of a needle you have to thread. Well, too, I think in our case, it was kind of a a nice way because we do have people coming from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So if we go to them for some of yeah, it, it's a little bit better than making they, them come down here. They get a local event. They they get a home game for. The bachelor bachelorette party, and then they come. They, they've got an away game for the wedding, so it's a it, it, it's a nice kind of you know tip to them of you know I know you got to come down to Chicago into into Bears territory. Uh, you're gonna have you know we're getting married in eyeshot of Soldier Field. <laughs> uh, I I have invited Mike Ditka to the wedding. I haven't heard back from him. Oh, you're not stalking Mike Ditka. I'm not man, stalking him. I just sent him a wedding invitation. Like, I don't know. Maybe he's got nothing else to do that day. You know, I I think he's a little old to be showing up now, but... He lives, he lives like, just down the street. He does, but, honey, I don't think Mike Ditka Mike Dick I don't coming. think he's coming either, but I invited him anyway. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, so they got to put up with that. So, yeah, we'll come up there. And, like I say, it works out because we both like... You know the the Wisconsin, you know, era, the kind of southern Wisconsin area where I, you know, I'd lived in Madison for a while. New Glarus is a little way south of there. It's a super fun place. Mm-hmm. Good food, good booze, good people. It's like a mini Chicago. Mm-hmm. Teeny tiny, <laughs> ultra mini Chicago. There's like. I think 10 people live there. Gonna, well, it's, yeah, it's probably like three streets yeah. compared to Chicago's Loop. But in any case, it's, it's, it, it, it's a very it's, small version. It's a cute little town. And so, yeah, we're starting the day off there. Like I say, we'll go, go, some of us will go golfing. Some of us will stay at the brewery. And, and again, I think that works because, like I say, you know, a decent chunk of the, the people showing up do like to golf. But not nearly everybody. Um, and, you know, vice versa, a decent chunk aren't interested in golf, but not nearly everybody. So, you know, you split the time a little bit, and it works out. 
Uh, so we'll break off, <clears throat> and then we're meeting you guys back at the brewery. We'll pick people up, and then we'll go to lunch. Because, again, the food at, in New Glarus is incredibly good. And we'll probably hang out in the little town square area for uh, a little while. And I then, plan on eating cheese. Yeah, well, that, that that is a plan that the good people of New Glarus can facilitate easily. Uh, and then the the from there we plan to roll up to Madison, uh, check into a hotel. Uh, we've already called the hotel, gotten a room block with a, a decent discount on the on the rooms. Yeah, it wasn't not, bad. Not I mean, huge. it wasn't huge, but they did give us a discount for the small block of rooms that we yeah. got. Yeah, well, and again, didn't get a huge discount, but also aren't asking for a huge block of rooms. Exactly. So I imagine if we were asking for more, we'd get more taken off. But it was nice of them to, to do that for our kind of small group that needs hotel It room. was. And, uh, and again, that's a dynamite piece of advice is if you are planning something that involves an overnight stay at a hotel, regardless of the size of your party, at least give them a call and, and see. Usually they'll, you know, knock something off. They'll the give rooms. you some kind of discount rate. Uh, it may not be, you know, massive, but... <clears throat> right, or you might not qualify for the room block, but they may give you a certain percentage off the mm-hmm. entire bill. Yeah, and so... Uh, yeah, it will get everybody checked in, and then just like we had talked about with uh, planning for the day of on the wedding, we've kind of padded our timelines because it's a party. I don't want to have to be toe tapping anyone or you know rushing people out, or we don't want a super rigid schedule because that's how it becomes a stress nightmare rather than an enjoyable day with friends. Right. So. We're keeping it fairly loose, um, and, you know, we're going to head from the hotel to uh, downtown and just kind of spend the rest of the afternoon casually working our way uh, down State Street in Madison, uh, doing some day drinking. Uh, And then off to dinner. Uh, Dinner, uh, we're still, we've we've got uh, one and a half decent plans in that the one restaurant we really like doesn't take reservations of any size um so i gave them a call and and kind of talked them through our situation they basically said that we can send a an advance party there to put in the request for the table but it may be like an hour to an hour and a half wait uh which then we just have to make sure everybody gets there by the time the table gets called. Uh, if we don't feel like risking that, we found another good restaurant uh, that Mandy's never been to, but I have, that uh, does take reservations for large parties. Yes, I called them and they said a 25 top table would be no problem for them. So, so we're kind of mull- still mulling that over, but we have a good plan and then either way, I think either restaurant a, would be fine. Yeah, half of a good plan with the other one. So you know, if we if we wind up balking at the idea of, of rolling the dice on getting that table, uh, you know, we just go with the other one that does take a reservation. And really, we don't need to firmly make that decision until about a week prior uh, to give them a week's notice on the reservation. Right, and I think for simplicity's sake, we may end up with the just making a reservation yeah and and again it's it's a 
uh, decision between two good options. So, and it's a German restaurant. Yeah. So, imagine that a German restaurant in Wisconsin. What crazy? Um, so then, yeah, we'll we'll then spend the the rest of the night out on the town, and uh, then everybody will head back to the hotel. We'll get up in the morning, grab brunch at uh, one of Mandy's favorite uh, places in all of Madison. It is the best brunch place I've ever been to. Shout out to the Great Dane in Fitchburg. Awesome brunch. I actually once upon my first visit took a picture of the brunch so that I could send it to Carrie and got this very angry looking child in it. Mm. Just staring at me like why are you taking a picture (laughs) of me eating my waffle? But, uh, and then, yeah, once brunch is over, we'll all kind of head back. I know I think i got to jet out a little earlier than everybody else to get one of my groomsmen to the airport. But, uh, you know, that was the the weekend we planned. And, um, you know, getting into the the details of of planning, one one of the things we knew we wanted to do was was to thoroughly plan, again, keeping the schedule loose, but thoroughly plan it, mainly so that we could provide all of the people we invited with a eh, general hour-by-hour schedule so that if some people couldn't make it right at 10 on Saturday, if they they couldn't make it till a little later in the day, they have something so that they can find us. So if they can't be there at 10 but they know they can be there by noon and they know that by noon we're going to be at the restaurant for lunch rather than you know just kind of cutting them out or leaving them to to search for us they've got the schedule in front of them whatever time they can make it they know where we'll be well too i think the way we did it is convenient because we don't have a lot of hard times Ooh. aside from, you know, the restaurants that we're going to have to make arrangements and that's if, with. that's if we make the reservation. Because if we do the show up and request a table to wait, you know, generally, we can kind of decide, knowing that we would have to wait about an hour and a half, we can kind of decide when we want to do that. And I would assume you would set up a tea time. Uh, depending not, on the size of your group. Probably not at this course. There's, I've never... I don't know. Uh, I'll talk to some of my groomsmen who golf there regularly and see if we need to do that, but I don't think so. But the rest of it, we just kind of kept as places that we'd like to stop into. We've tried to keep them scenic, but also serving food or drink Mm -hmm. so that the people who are from there aren't like, so I'm looking at the same thing I see every day on my way to work. Yeah. This is fun. Wow. I drove up to Madison (laughs) to sit in a TGI Friday's. Woo. I would never. Yeah, and I know. I know. It's an example. I'm, no, I'm offended. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it, I could have said Applebee's. Ew, that's gross too. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, so, uh, plus, you know, we also wanted to, to keep it loose so that if, you know, we stop at one or two places once we're downtown and people are getting a little too tipsy, we can just divert and get some food into everybody. Because, you know, you, you want everybody to last the night. Um, or even if they don't, just call for a lift and yeah. take them back to the hotel. We can disperse as needed. Well, and that, that's the other thing is not only did we arrange it so that 
if if people's schedules didn't allow them to, to take the full day that they could show up late, we also have it arranged so people can leave early. Because, you know, some people are going to have stuff to do on Sunday and, you know, need to get back. Or, you know, some people are going to have um, lower alcohol tolerances than everybody else. And they're just going to hit that point early in the night. And they, they want to just go back and lay down. And that's cool. Like I say, we're, you know, we're kind of going to wind up taking a fleet of lifts from the hotel to downtown and back. One of the reasons we like this hotel in, uh, that's technically just outside of Madison, but distance-wise, it's like, I don't know, four miles from downtown. So the, a lift ride is like ten bucks. Uh, is For that, is like, yeah, it's ten dollars there, ten dollars back. It's it's a pretty easy uh, commute. Right, and we and just from. get as many you know seats as we can in a lift, and all right, <clears throat> group one, go. Well, and you figure you know at four to a lift, it's going to be about depending, maybe five for the group that actually needs to ferry. Some SUVs can get five. Yeah, too, so the, that needs to ferry from the hotel to the thing. So you know, we'll see. At that um, distance, we'll just keep sending the same guy back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it doesn't take that long. Right. Uh, dude will have a great night just going back and forth. But, yeah, no, so it's, you know, that that was what we kind of came to. And, of course, as with so many things we've talked about, this is this is based entirely around Mandy and my preferences. Like, this, this is... Uh, you know, a very uh, personalized bachelor bachelorette party. For those of you uh, listeners out there who are also in the process of getting married yourselves, I'm sure you're going to probably want something else. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe not. There's also the cases of where the bride and groom aren't planning their bachelor bachelorette party. Oh, where it's being planned, planned for, for them. them. See, that, that I find to be dangerous. Well, I think then you're open to that person's interpretations. But again, it's like the shower or anything else. You just have to trust that they are going to either know what you want or communicate with you. Mm. So if there's something you really don't want, like you don't want to make macaroni art, but your bridesmaid, for whatever reason, thinks you should make macaroni art, well, that's not going to be fun. Yeah. So you have to kind of walk that line of like, I know you're doing this. For me, and it's very nice, but well, I kind of like it to go this direction a little. And, and now that you mention it, yeah, I suppose the you know ultra traditional version is for uh, the maid of honor and the best man to plan the bachelor and bachelorette party for you. I guess we just kind of steamrolled Chris and Nikki on that one because uh, what like. A month or two ago, we just presented them with the plan, and we're like, "No, this is what we're doing." Overall, everyone on my side, at least, that's traveling for it, seems really geared for it. Yeah, they're really I, excited about I, it. I think it should be a fun time, and and again, I know my guys are. It, it involves all stuff they like doing. Uh, yeah, I hope we didn't uh, uh, spoil anything that our our people had in mind. I'm sure Nikki's fine with it. Yeah, I mean. Van Dyke, I would assume, I, is I'm fine pretty with sure it. he's cool with a New Glarus trip and then uh, an evening in downtown Madison. So uh, I'm just going to start telling everyone that Chris planned it. Yeah, no, he can take credit for it. Like, I'm good with that. 
but yeah, no, it's yeah. I, I suppose I, yeah. We just kind of steamrolled them on that one. Might want to shoot him a text on that. One. Although here's the thing: if if you're the ones getting married and you have something in mind and you don't want to gamble on your best man or or maid of honor's ability to read your mind, you know what? Just tell them, hey, don't worry about it. I already came up with a plan. It's cool. We're doing this. So, yeah, if you don't want to roll the dice on macaroni art, because then you, 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 you might know. want to just take the reins. Plus, I think you, you always run into that, and I've seen it at other bachelor parties that I, I've been to in the past, is um, there there's what the groom wants, but the, the best man, uh, and, and usually this is when the best man is already married and has been married for a while, the best man wants the night to get turned like this this is his his chance away from home this is his he has an excuse to to go out and party and come home hungover uh and and stinking of booze like you know it's 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 ironclad like it is is you know his wife cannot get mad at him so let's just go crazy and and you might have a groom who's like yeah, I didn't want to do any of this stuff, but <laughs> but Jim over here, he planned it, and and now you know we're playing Russian roulette in the basement of uh, a bar in Chinatown, and uh, I don't know why we're here. Uh, Jim lost a five hundred dollars at Pai Gao, and uh, now they're saying they're going to take his thumbs. Uh, I was going to one-step up it and say, and now we're in Tijuana, and Jim here can't find his passport. Yeah. Uh, no, again, it's exactly that kind of stuff. So, you know, kind of get a gauge of your, your maid of honor or your best man, because if, if this turns into, if this turns from your bachelorette party or your bachelor party into your best man or maid of honor's uh, excuse to go crazy, uh, it can turn into a night you don't want it to. And like I say, I've been with grooms before where they're just like, I didn't want any of this. Like, because, I, I, you know, I went to them and I'm like, dude, why, why are we in Tijuana? I don't know. This is what they planned for me. Ask Jim. Ask Jim. Uh... So yeah, that's that's that is something to be careful for. Uh, again, sometimes it's good to just take the wheel. And if you're out there and you're not getting married, but you are planning something, you know, don't try not to make it too much about you and your preferences. Mm-hmm. Really think about okay, well maybe the person, maybe they are very boring, and their ideal night is macaroni art. You just gotta suck it up and go okay. This is what we're doing. This, this is, what, is what they want. Yeah. And, and and again, yeah, trying to tailor the night to the bride, to the groom, to both of them, if that's going to be the case, rather than this is what I saw in a movie. Uh, Was it The Hangover? No, it's uh, we're older than that. It's Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks. <clears throat> uh, or The Hangover. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Because you never interrupt a man when he's on a heater. Uh, but, uh, like, uh, yeah, I, again, so that is something I would definitely be on the lookout for. And, and honestly, I think if we had left it to Chris and Nikki, I, I don't think 
we would have had that problem with either of them. Oh, no. Depending on who your wedding party is, you know, take an honest look at them and and assess, assess, you know, are we... Are we relatively comfortable with their their planning, uh, you know, preferences, or are we in the danger zone? Because you, you can wind up in the danger zone pretty quick. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, trying to think of anything else uh, that we've got for you know just general ideas as far as the the bachelor bachelorette party. Um, one of the things is. Do you want to, and this is more a girl thing, Mm -hmm. do you want to do, like, matching t-shirts, have a t-shirt party where you make, like, I know for my cousins, we made, like, jerseys Mm -hmm. with our bridal numbers on the back and a little, like, tag name. It's cute. It was. I actually, I missed that because I was out of town. So, they made me a shirt. Nice. It was great. Mm -hmm. Was it flattering? It fit me well. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's why you should always be present at the shirt making party. I could not help it. Mm. Uh, but no, and then like, yeah, cause you've got, I'm not doing anything for my groomsmen. Although I don't know, I got time. I, I might, uh, I might come up with something by then, but, uh, you wound up picking up stickers. I did. They're, the girls like them. It didn't, it doesn't involve a make a t-shirt party. We didn't feel like getting that in depth with it. Well, and they so. decided against sashes. In the, yeah, they did not like the sashes, which I get because it gets in your way after a certain point. But we found these stickers on Amazon, and they're really fun. And there was a couple different ones. Um, there were ones that looked like name tags that said, hello, my name is the drunk one, mm. or whatever they said. So it's kind of along that lines, except they're just more stickers that say funny things. And I'll let the girls pick them. I won't make Dan wear one. I think you should. He is saucy and bossy. I don't... Yeah, that doesn't... Doesn't sound right. <laughs> I I think uh, he would definitely be a sport and wear it. He, he and, makes... and since he listens to this podcast, Dan, I challenge you. Dan, I'm not be, making you be wear Be the a man you are and be saucy and bossy. It's not happening, Dan. Well, we'll find out in the Facebook comments. Yeah, just like your guys are going to be professional about their drinking. Well, of course they are. Like I said, this is what they do. They live in Wisconsin. We'll see what they look like at the end There's of the night. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> it does get very cold, though. It's too. very cold. And, and and honestly, you need to drink in the winter just to stay alive. Uh, I don't think you understand that you're, you're playing with fire. You here. know we live in Chicago, which is equally as cold, right? Yeah. Yeah, technicality. But we also have, like, you know, a city, and you know, things like that. They have like, a city, th- th- too. There are things to do. It's just smaller. Mm. <laughs> mm. And then I think the last thing is uh, to consider is, of course, when you're going to have your bachelor, bachelorette, or combined bachelor-bachelorette party. Man, I'm tired of saying the word bachelorette. <laughs> um, but, yeah, is I, I think the, again, if you go ultra-traditional... The the ideas you have it the day before the wedding, which that is so dumb. And I think that's why that's kind of faded out. Why would you do that? And you're again, just you're just making yourself hungover for your own wedding. It's a yeah, it's a bad idea. Uh, but I think that's why that's gone. Yeah, the way of the dodo a little bit. Yeah, because I mean, 
Yeah, that just always seemed ridiculous to me. So I think it's more commonly like a week or two now before the wedding. And then I know we're doing ours much earlier, uh, mainly on account of schedules, also on account of weather. Again, we got a November wedding, so if we're doing something too early or too close to the wedding, we're running the risk of, you know, God knows what the weather is going to be in the Midwest. Well, this past year it was very cold. Yeah. I mean, we were up there for Halloween mm-hmm. and it was already snowing. Yeah. And it was, I was dressed as Chewbacca and I froze. But, I you, but you looked great. I, I was Han Solo. I had a fur coat on and I was freezing. So, I mean, that's not, that detracts from some of the fun quality. Yeah. And, and like I say, you know, uh, both. New Glarus and, and Madison in the summer, uh, especially, you know, prior to the start of school, really fun places. You know, the, the weather's nice. You can, there's a lot of stuff to do outside. Uh, and, and we wanted to get that. Right. We really wanted to capitalize on that and not be handicapped with, well, now it's 30 degrees, so mm-hmm. let's pick a different route. Plus, uh, you know, the I think the other advantage just generally speaking, you know, whenever your wedding is and, and whatever your, you know, other considerations you've got to deal with. The other nice thing about separating those two events by, by you know, at least a month is um, you spread out the expenses. So if you are, let's say you are doing Vegas. Well, doing Vegas the weekend before the wedding, which is also then probably going to cost you know, your wedding party is going to have to shell out for, uh, you know, their hotel room and, and any other expenses associated with really just the day of. Right. For the girls, it's hair, makeup, manicures, hotel rooms. Yeah. You, you put the those two events within a week of each other. That That's a lot for one pay period. Um, if you stretch that out. To again say you know at least at least a month prior to the, the the actual wedding they get to spread those expenses out over a couple of paychecks oh absolutely I think that's sort of the way to go if you're traveling yeah uh, or uh, I mean depending on what you're doing even if you're local depending on how much it's gonna cost oh absolutely because we looked into like the cruise yep around the city which is nice but again it's expensive mm-hmm. it would be a nice chunk so and so you know yeah like I say the other advantage of you know for us of, of really putting some distance between those two events is yeah we get we, we let our the our wedding party you know it makes it a little easier for them to absorb uh, any costs involved and I think that's you know a considerate thing to do so you know again if you're out there planning your own B and B parties. Um, you know something you may want to think about uh, when when figuring out when to do them. Just don't do them the day before the wedding. Like why? Why would you do that? So haven't you seen the movies? So many things can go wrong. Uh, I I have not ever understood that custom. Yeah. Not, well, uh, the idea is it is your truly your last night as a bachelor or a bachelorette. And so that's when you have the party. And, like, okay, I get that. But just from a, a logistical point of view, like, man, that's dumb. 
I mean, would you want to deal with hungover me on the day of our no. wedding? No. Well, and I wouldn't want to be hungover because we got a bunch of stuff we have to do on the day of our wedding. I'm very mean when I'm hungover. And, and we have to look good and, and you know, interact with people. And, you know, again, I don't... We're, we're both in our, our mid-30s. We don't bounce back No, anymore. I do not bounce back it, like it I may, used to. Maybe if, like, again, 22-year-old me could probably wake up the next day, take some aspirin, drink a Gatorade, and then be ready to, to take on a whole new day. Oh, 22-year-old me, I just drank straight through the night. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. me is dead. Yeah, no. Dead and gone. Uh, so, like, I need some time to recover. Uh, and yeah, I don't particularly want to get uh, wasted, and then wake up two hours later and have to suddenly start stage managing, you know, uh, wedding photos, uh, getting stuff ready for the the actual ceremony, you know, all all the stuff that comes with that, and then having to interact with all my friends, family, and loved ones. Oh yeah, it'd be one time for Nikki to be like, "Do you want to get in your dress now?" <laughs> and my response, "No, I'm gonna throw up now." Yeah, no. It, it, we if we if we had done that, what would wind up happening is we would have dinner served down in the the ballroom, and we would just. Uh, both be curled up in the bed in the bridal suite. We'd have the the chaplain come up, perform the service there. Uh, maybe like my mom filming it on her phone so that people downstairs can see it, and then we would just go back to sleep. Yeah, it would be tragic because there's no motivation for me when I'm hungover anymore. Mm. But yeah, so many. Any closing thoughts on uh, the B and B? Again, I think we about covered it. Just like I said, figure out what type of party you want run with the ball mm. i think that was the best way that we came up with our solution yeah and uh with that uh thanks to all of you for listening if you want to uh post comments or questions uh you can join us on the facebook group uh, you can either search uh search it in facebook uh just type in let's plan a wedding or uh, i leave the link to it in the show notes of every episode so you can find it there and uh, hyperlink directly to it if you are not a user of the facebook uh, you can always email us directly at let's plan a wedding pod a pod uh, at gmail.com uh, make sure to take a minute Leave us a uh, rating on iTunes, and uh, if you find yourself with two minutes, uh, then also leave us a review. Always happy to see what you guys like about the podcast, what you don't like about the podcast, and uh, you know helps us kind of tailor our content. Uh, with that, I've been Dave. And I'm Mandy. Thank you for listening, everyone.